What's going on, Badger Nation? Welcome to the PPC Den Podcast. Uh, I am super stoked because we are entering a new phase of the podcast. And uh, I'm joined today by Alfredo, who's a Amazon PPC campaign manager. Tremendous brand experience too, more brand experience than I have. And uh, you're the first person, Alfredo, to hear about and partake in this new content evolution of the PPC Den Podcast. And how are you feeling right now to be part of this? It's exciting. I'm the guinea pig. You are, we, this is the guinea pig episode. Uh, yeah, so I'm super stoked about it. Let's explain the new setup for the PVCN podcast. We're going to try to do as many of these episodes as possible because I think it's the pinnacle of like digital marketing education or like digital marketing content where it's like, you know, typical stuff. It's like people come on, they say, say something like, go do this thing. It's going to be so great. Have a nice, uh, it's crushing it. I have all my clients are absolutely crushing on it. And <laughs> it's just like, okay, cool. But like, what if we could have some like real experiments, like before and after type stuff where it's like, hey, let's actually test this. Let's actually do this thing. Let's set up the situation. We're going to go talk about the actions we're going to take. And then we're going to record a part two sometime after to actually talk about how those actions influenced it. So I'm sort of calling it like PPC experiments, tales from the battlefield, PPC case studies, Amazon marketing case studies, uh, observe, optimize, and report back. I just want like real stories of like, oh, like I had a keyword with a really high ACoS and this is how I fixed it. Or uh, my total ACoS was like 25% and like this is how I got it to 15%. Or like, hey, my total ACoS is 10, I'm gonna try to get it to eight, but actually it went to 12 why why did that happen and like what other things can we do to fix it and then like continue that story over time so that podcasts that i hope to accomplish are no longer going to be like snapshots in time but more like stories over time because like you know ppc is a journey like you do stuff one day and then you have to come back tomorrow and do more stuff and sometimes your data goes sideways or sometimes it goes up and or or down and like you need to know how to think and react and that's really what i hope to share on this pod and i'm pretty stoked about it let's get it i've launched campaigns and picked keywords i've got my bits Set placements too. Now bad mistakes. I've made a few. I've had my share of rocky words, but I've got through. We are the PPC in my friend. The format for this episode that we have for you is like, we're going to cover some broad concepts. We're going to talk about the specific situation and then talk about our game plan. And then 
Next week, listener, next week we will have the part two. Uh, and you should know that we're not recording the next episode next week. Um, so I think it'll, it's, this is going to take us like 30 days or 45 days to test, uh, to actually do the work, to like measure the results. Because we want like a full you know, time frame to actually like analyze the results of everything we're going to do. So for you, listener, we're going to play these week, one week, and then the next week. But for us, we're going to be recording these uh, weeks or potentially, you know, a month or two apart. Um, so yeah, it's a little ambitious podcast project. Uh, and I'm super stoked about it. Um, and I, I'm curious too, for you, Alfredo, like you, cause you listened to the podcast before, and this is a little bit of a loaded question because you can only say how hyped you are for it. But I'm curious, like, what do you think of this evolution of just sort of like, I'm, I'm trying to push it. I'm trying to push content production to the stratosphere. I like it because it, it gives a story for people to come back to. Usually it's just one expert comes on and then maybe they come back in a long interval period later. But now you can really stick to it and check in every week and see how the story updates. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So let's talk about the situation that we have today, which is as of today, and we should say when we're starting this experiment, we're starting this experiment on October 27th, 2022. And the one thing that I've seen all year and I continue to see are restructuring issues. You know, we audit a lot of campaigns here and you're seeing restructuring issues too, uh, where things are just a mess. They're like a big ball of spaghetti and it's difficult to make sense of it all. And I guess like, before we even talk about what, like, what does it mean to have bad campaign structure? It's tough to say what it means, but we can say what it is, right? We can what say- Tell me, yeah. Multiple match types in the same ad group, not too many targets in one ad group, uh, in one campaign, not setting up campaigns properly, having one only one campaign for your product when you should have five, six, maybe even more. It really doesn't let the Amazon algorithm work for you. And that's our goal here, to make a structure where the Amazon algorithm meets the parameters that we give it. We want this bid that we think is gonna to correlate to this ACOS. We want the broad, we want the phrase, we want them to work this way. We want them to constantly rack all the different, go under every rock in the Amazon mm-hmm. search world to find us these profitable ACOS terms that we wouldn't get without those match types. Yeah, yeah, so I think like, you know, having a bunch of mixed match types, having, you know, too many products in a single campaign, too many products with different degrees of performance, like any time, like I think campaign structure problems could be summed up in one sentence, which is anytime you have a campaign with a lot of different things inside of it. And those things, whether they be keywords, targets, search terms, uh, placement settings, products, doesn't matter what it is inside of it, but anytime you have them and it's shared by a bunch of different things behaving differently. So for example, if you have a hero keyword, like it's a hundred orders a month in the same ad group as you know a keyword that gets you know one order every three months, that is a campaign structure issue uh, because like the hero keyword probably needs like a high top of search. Maybe the, the, the weaker keyword deserves, you know, some more time in the sun because the big volume keyword is like stealing all the budget. So like campaign structure is not a hard and fast rule. So like some people say, like, oh, every, key, every campaign can only have 30 keywords or every campaign should only have one product. And it's like, well, actually, like there's, let's 
work on the issues and like identify those issues and then ask ourselves like would this benefit by being segmented out so like those are things like high volume hero keywords in the same ad group as like super low volume keywords the low volume keywords seem to get extra throttled uh, and that could benefit by being segmented out put somewhere else uh, products that convert much differently so like one product that costs like twenty dollars with another product that sells for two hundred dollars probably shouldn't be in the same ad group because the performance is going to be wildly different there's there's more placement settings if you have a thousand keywords in a campaign do all thousand keywords deserve the same you know 30 percent top of search boost probably not i can keep going uh maybe it's, it's you're mixing branded and non-branded uh if that's concerned uh just like you mentioned leveraging phrase and broad the way that you should so like all of those things are the issues with like bad campaign structure and you know you were you were saying something when we were planning this episode that you think it's a holdover from google ads in google ads you can control the budget on the ad group level so it's almost like in google you can say an ad group is like a campaign on amazon because on so th that's really the thing how does the budget get distributed within any group so with amazon we say how is the budget distributed within a campaign and then on google it's how is it distributed in an ad group and then you can choose to graduate things from an ad group and then that is what we see carrying over. And I think you can even argue that Amazon tried to copy a lot of things from Google Ads. Inspired, and yeah. Inspired, that's yeah. it. And, um, and I think a lot of PPC users or PPC people are trying to do the same thing. And this is just one example of what's not converting over. For sure. There was like a boom of Google Ads people coming over to Amazon Ads in like 2019, I think. Um, which is where I think this strategy of like, okay, I'm going to have one campaign, broad phrase exact. Every single one has like 30 products in it. Every single one has like 150 keywords in it. Uh, so you have one campaign, three ad groups, each with a match type, 150 keywords in it. And yeah, it like balloons out and you bump into all of these issues. Uh, I also think that a lot of like Amazon PPC tools force people into a structure where it's like, okay, this is the way that every single company should be structured. Uh, every single campaign should be structured. And I think that's like a really, I mean, it's such a tricky thing because um, like I understand why they do that as like someone who like building Amazon software myself. It's like, oh, like it would be really easy to just like have one thing that everyone goes into because uh, that's way easier to build than like customization and like hyper customization, anything you want. But yeah, I, I feel like there's so many issues that happen with that. And I mean, we get we get that a lot. It's like the number one thing that we're seeing these days. Um, so we decided to do this little case study about it. So like, that's the setup, right? Like those are some general things to know about campaign restructuring. And because it's such a common thing, we're going to be talking about it here. All right, Alfredo. So let's zoom into a real account. So the situation is, is we have a small roster of managed services clients that we manage to do stuff just like this so we can like study and learn and like grow all this good stuff and continue to make great content and pump a lot of this info into our software. So we've basically got a client looking to grow, right? Like that's the only reason people come to us to work together. So walk me through the situation that we are going to be restructuring um, like 
how many ASINs are there approximately? Like how many campaigns? Like what is the current setup of this thing? So we have one, what we call product category. Let's say it's probably 10, 15 ASINs. Mm -hmm. And across this, there's only six campaigns. Uh, and it's one of their higher spending products. The manual sponsored products are super messy. They have the mixed match types like we're talking about. Then they have one auto campaign that um, has all four auto type auto match types. And it's a mess. Mm -hmm. They can't segment. And our goal here is actually to segment out these things. For the manual campaign, about 50% of spend is going to exact. And sponsored uh, and broad and phrase are eating out the other two parts. The issue with this is that they're all going to have shared placement settings. So we can't really leverage the bid adjustments the way we want. From September 27th to October 27th, this is the data we're looking at. There's about 5,500 clicks. We have about 70K, 76K in ad sales, 214 orders at a 3.27 CPC with 18K spend at a 23% ACOS. Yes. So that's the rundown. Like it's it's basically has all the classic issues. We've got a mashup of keywords, high volume keywords with low volume keywords in the same spot. We've got manual campaign with lots and lots of keywords inside of it. Uh, I think there were like between 300 and 400 and like the manual exact, I'm sorry, the manual campaign uh, had multiple match types, about 300 or so keywords in it. Uh, Every one had about 20 products in it. Um, the products are varied. So we have one product that's like a hero product mixed with products that are way like underserved and yeah. And we'll, the performance is just like you mentioned, it's basically a 23% ACOS, which isn't bad, uh, by any means today in 2022, for sure. Uh, I was about to say 2020. <laughs> um, so yeah, the performance isn't atrocious you know 18k spend 76k ads uh ad revenue and with an a cost so that gives us an a cost of 23 percent. so not the worst performance in the world but the hope is that by segmenting out we're able to take the keywords and the products that deserve even more volume and get them more volume so maybe this seventy-six thousand in sales becomes like 83, 84, 85,000 in sales. Uh, maybe this, and then also with restructuring, we hope to sort of better be able to optimize like above average ACOS keywords here, above average products here. So maybe instead of like an ACOS of 23%, maybe we see an ACOS around, you know, 17, 18, 19, 20, right? Because uh, even that, you know, if we just take it off three points, uh, that's still going to be like 13% reduction in ACOS, right? So that's sort of the goal with this of how can we restructure? And I guess walk me through the restructure steps that we'll be following here. Because um, I think that, the, again, the cool part of this episode is like, that's the setup. We hear that this thing is a mashed up, mangled mess. We want to segment it we, and we want to be able to report back uh, on next week's episode how the actual performance was changed. So let's actually first talk about like, what are you gonna be doing over the next few weeks or you know potentially a month or two? Like, how long do you think this stuff is gonna take? Uh, what is your thought process around it? Like, what are the actual activities you're gonna be doing? How do we dismantle this and improve it? So the first thing would be search term graduation. We have a lot of terms that we can say are proven 
just coming out of, I mean, even through this messy campaign structure, we can find the diamonds in the rough. And we're going to start graduating them to exact terms. And we're, some of them, we're even going to give them single keyword campaigns. So they'll have their own budget and their own placement studies to play with. Yeah, yeah. Can you actually pause on that fa- on that one? So that, that very first one, like that, that optimization activity, search term graduation or search term isolation or research PL stick and block, where you're like moving terms from like a more broad targeting type, like a auto or a broader phrase into an exact, that's not going on here whatsoever this hasn't been going on because this is like a new account for us right yeah yeah so it hasn't been going on so there you there you go too uh it's it's oftentimes where like bad campaign structure is paired up with like maybe missing some activities that should have been done um because if you're doing the activity you would have a structure to support the activity but here like search term graduation is not being done so they don't have a structure so it's like sort of chicken or the egg like if they were doing the activity they'd probably be like oh this hero keyword to go somewhere specific, uh, this hero search term. Yeah, yeah, so yeah, I just wanted to pause on that fact. So actually starting to do search term graduation. And when you do that, you know, bad structure would say like, we'll just keep loading in those proven terms into the existing structure. Like what is the hope by segmenting those terms, those those proven terms into a new spot? Like what is that, what is it your hope with that? Right now, when they all sit in one ad group, we talked with say specifically for exact campaigns, they are all operating on one budget. So we see like three, four keywords eating up all the spent. But we have all those bottom keywords, those bottom eighty percent of keywords that if we give them their own campaign, they can flourish with their own budgets. Yeah. And they're gonna have more spend, they're gonna have more more performance, we're gonna have more data. Hit those placement we settings. Mm-hmm. Placement bid settings. Placement mm-hmm. settings. And what we've seen is that this is the best way to lower any account's ACOS by spending more on really well-converting terms. Mm-hmm. So that way, the account average might be at 30%, but if we're spending on terms with 15, yeah. that's going to pull our account average down. Booyah. Okay, so we got search term graduation, aka search term isolation, aka research peel stick and block. Um, and that's actually a good question too, like, you know, that last B, which I've called research peel stick and block. Um you know, there's, I think there's two acceptable ways to do it. Like in one scenario, people add it as a negative into the source spot. So if you find a term converting in an auto, you block it from the auto. Uh, and then other people say like, hey, just let it ride, like let it continue in the auto and put it in the new spot. Uh, like what, you know, why do it? Why, why add negatives to an auto uh, when you're graduating a term? Uh, what do you, do you know what you're going to be doing here? I like waiting about two weeks once we do the graduation and I want to check that the performance is good in the new cool. spot and then it'll cancel out in the source spot. Yes. If the performance is about the same, I'll let it run two more weeks. If the performance is worse, I might relaunch it, might let it run. Let's see how it's running in the new spot. Cool. Yeah, I can't wait to hear what that part went, went like because that's a super common question of like, should I add it as a negative exact in the source one? Or should I just continue to let it ride? Or should I wait some time? Like, I can't wait to hear about that. And like, really, the answer is exactly what you just described. It's not so cut and dry. Um, yeah, so I think that's a, I'm awesome. Uh, I'm, I'm happy that we asked that question here. Uh, so I can't wait to actually hear what you ended up doing and, and why. Um, cool. We've, we've got some more points here uh, that you wanted to. What, what, are, what are, aside from search term graduation, 
and moving some of these terms into like new spots, like a new exact match uh, with some hero campaigns and maybe some single keyword campaigns. Uh, what else are we going to be doing? Putting broad and phrase in their own campaigns with uh, phrase getting the exact negatives and then broad getting the phrase and exact negatives. Cool. Mm-hmm. And why do why do that? For any product, there's a let's say a world of keywords that they can that people will buy them on, and we want to make sure that our exact terms are what we know. And then we'll have the phrase say anything that we don't have exact, go find it. Mm-hmm. And then we want the broad to say anything we don't have in phrase or exact, go find it mm-hmm. and go optimize it and give us the impressions, give us the clicks, give us the sales. Yeah. And that's how we want to leverage them as almost a funnel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love it. I call that uh, negative keyword sculpting, where you're like sculpting your impressions. Um, awesome. So, so far we've got search term graduation. We've got negative keyword sculpting. Uh, for the broadened phrase, letting broadened phrase do what they do best. What about like the products, right? We have about 21 products here. There's an obvious hero product. Uh, it converts way better than everything else. I think in every ad group that I looked at that it's in, it's got like five to five X the orders. Like it's, it's then the second closest. It's just absolutely crushing. Uh, and that's like the black variation. And then we've got like a whole bunch of other colors here that just aren't as exciting. Like... This is an interesting question too, because I think it brings up a lot of times when people ask about like, how should I structure my products? Um, there's two different ways to do it. And I feel like it's really important to mention, like sometimes it's a business level decision that doesn't have much to do with ACOS. I've been in lots of calls where people have said like, hey, I have a variation. It's like not selling as well, but I really want to move the inventory because I'm like paying warehousing fees for it or like I just need to sell it and get that money back and so I can order more of colors that do convert like there's like inventory level decisions so sometimes you will set up your campaigns in such a way to move inventory to cycle through that inventory which is not an a cost based decision um so I think that's just worth mentioning whenever we do talk about like how do we structure product ads where the products have varying degrees of performance it's, that's always a consideration I think people should make of like, what is my business goal here? Uh, for this particular situation, like what is the business goal? Like, do they care about moving inventory? Is it just purely focused on performance? Um, what's the setup here? In this situation, it's performance. Performance. So we want to get the best performance. So most sales, best day costs. Mm-hmm. So how are you going to think through this situation you know we have about 21 products various colors one sort of obvious winner uh what are you going to do here what i really like about the winner is that the ctr is so much higher Mm -hmm. so everyone else is sitting at like a 0.8 percent and the ctr on this black one is about like a 1.5 1.7 and with more spend so it's more time to prove that ctr so it means that i'm much better off always putting all the campaigns around this black this black product and then all the other variations the green the red the yellow the pink we'll put them in separate campaigns only for those terms only for a green term a red term a black term sorry not black uh everything except black yeah. will have those in the campaign and this way they can get the long tail for their color so they'll still get some and then the black one will be the main source of traffic but what's also interesting is that the black will, will have the best ctr and then once they get someone onto the product page, maybe they'll still mm-hmm. buy pink. We don't know. It's just we want to focus on getting as much traffic with the best possible CPCs, the best possible CTRs to the page. 
And then if the, the customer wants to buy a different color, they can. Love that. Yeah, yeah. That's, that sounds like a really sound strategy for sure. Um, so that's it. This is our setup episode. Uh, we are recording this on October 27th, uh, and we're going to give it a couple of weeks. You're going to do these actions. You're going to do search term graduation. You're going to put broad and phrase into their own campaigns. You're going to do negative keyword sculpting. You're going to restructure some of the campaigns to be sure uh, that hero variant gets its lion's share because it does superior performance. And we're going to see if we can beat for this product family, we're going to see if we can beat 23% ACoS, 214 orders, 76K in ad sales over the course of uh, a 30-day period because we looked back at a 30-day period right now. I'm also really curious too to see like as we get more disciplined with our exact match, as we get more disciplined with our hero keywords and as we get more disciplined with like placement setting, placement bids, I'm also curious to check on some rankings um, which we don't have to set up, we don't have to do right now um, because we'll probably use Helium 10 for that and that has like a historic look back window. Um, but yeah, I think starting today, we'll punch that into Helium 10 and, and take a look at how rankings have also changed over the next 30 days or so as we continue this experiment. So I'm super stoked here. Uh, we've never done episodes like this where, where we're like trying to ask questions like, what happens when you actually restructure a campaign? Like, can you actually improve impressions can you actually improve revenue like can we get like sort of like a real story from the battlefield uh, and alfredo thank you so much for you know opening up the kimono so to speak and showing us uh talking about talking about a situation that we're going to try to improve with some of the strategies that we've talked about uh and then sort of talk through like some of the decisions you made like how you've done your negative keyword sculpting um what you've experienced in terms of bid bidding or what kinds of signals are you getting uh, I really can't wait to dissect this in part two. Um, so thanks so much for thanks. coming on and sharing this. Thanks for having me. Yeah, yeah. So we're recording this on October 27th. Uh, however, this might not be released until November or December or later. And we're going to be releasing part two actually next week. So if you're listening, the part two of this will be released next week. So tune in to find out how restructuring a campaign actually influences performance. My name is Michael Erickson Fasheen. Thank you to my guest, Alfredo, who's a PPC manager here at AdBadger, a researcher, Greek philosopher of Amazon advertising, where we think and do experiments like this. I'll see you next week with part two. Let's tune in. Have a good one, and I will see you inside the Badger Den. <laughs>